Hey guys, it's Shell, your rolling MC, and this is Hitting the Streets Podcast Show. Welcome to Hitting the Streets Podcast Show. Hitting the Streets is a series of interviews giving you the insider's look at the small businesses, entrepreneurs, nonprofit organizations, and events in the North Texas area. You can find all episodes of Hitting the Streets on Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. And if you like what you're hearing, you can follow Hitting the Streets on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. For more information about Hitting the Streets podcast, you can visit my website at www.hittingthestreetspodcast.com. And now, on with the show. Hey guys, it's Shell, your rolling MC, and I am the mouth on the mic of Hitting the Streets podcast show. Today on the show, I have Brian Izell. He is a singer, songwriter, musician, and producer. Brian, please introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Brian Izell, and uh, I am glad to be here today. Yes, thank you so much for being here. So, no, so guys, I met Brian through his sister who I had on the show, Veronica, if you guys remember, Journey V. And I'm going to give her a big shout out because she has been the one that connected me to all these wonderful and great people and Brian included. And so um, she did a mini show for me back in the day. And if you guys go to my YouTube channel, you can see it. I mean, also follow her on Spotify too as well. And Brian, are you on Spotify? I'm on Spotify and all of the other uh, outlets. Outlets. Okay. Mm -hmm. Make sure you follow these guys. They have great music. Veronica has a beautiful voice. I got one of her songs um, is also added to my playlist on Spotify. And I really, truly, truly enjoy her voice. So enough about that. Let's talk about Brian. So Brian, tell me what's what was the thing that got you into music what inspired you to get into this well um i've been singing and playing music like for as long as i can remember my mom used to tell me that i used to um, get in the back of the car and hear all the songs and learn all the songs on the radio and all the other kids would be they would be playing and uh no fam and no mind but i'm singing (laughs) so the older i got there will be uh, musicians that I would follow, and oh, okay. uh, two. There were two brothers mm-hmm. that was uh, they were close to me, mm-hmm. and I watched them play guitars. Mm. So the the lead guitar player, um, which is he's gone now, mm-hmm. but his brother is still here, mm-hmm. and um, me and his brother. I would always follow him oh, and I um, so I was inspired by them my grandpa used to play so I was inspired by him mm-hmm. my other grandpa my dad's dad uh, I don't know if he played or not but he always had guitars around so oh. it's like a premonition like yeah this thing uh, it seemed like it was destined so. in your DNA yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I had to, it felt like I had to do it so where did you come up so I know your it's your name but where did you come up with wanting to decide to do this music and do it like the way you have been I know I think I've been in y'all's uh, I, 
knowing you guys for like a year or so. And so tell me what made you decide to become the singer, songwriter, producer. Tell me a little bit about that. Okay. Well, uh, I think back in 2003, maybe, um, I was listening to a song on the radio and I used to always try to sing like uh, the artist that I heard. And so sometimes it wasn't so easy because, you know, they had range. And at that time I, I didn't have such range. So I said, you know what? I want to, I want to write my own songs. I want to sing my own songs and, and hear myself on radio one day. So um, I just wrote this song and I didn't know where it was going to go. I just Mm -hmm. decided to write and see what it's going to do. My dad took me to the music store and I, I, I think that was the first time I had gotten um, a mixer. Oh, yeah. It's like an old analog mixer. Yes, an old analog. Yeah. Oh, gosh. You really took it way back. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that, and um, I got, I think I had a four-track tape recorder. Oh, wow. So I was doing it all the hard way. Yeah. So I, I got that, and then I, I had a CD burner. Oh, my. I remember those, yeah. too, back in the day. The CD burner. Yeah. I used to be able to do that. You know, it's so funny you bring that up. There's some things that... I used to do back this come easy to me, but this editing on this right here does not come easy oh, to me. <laughs> I, I dreamt of this day yeah. when editing uh, came digital. Oh yeah. It wasn't, yeah. It wasn't easy. Um, um, there was a time, I don't know what happened. I had a, I did a show and I did a recording on this and it didn't, it didn't work out well. And I had to send it over to Brian to clean it up for me. <laughs> Y'all, it was bad. And I couldn't do it. Like I was, first of all, I don't have the patience to do it. So there's that. And second of all, I didn't know what I was doing with that program to, to really know. And I had to send it over to him under an emergency. It was, it was a 911 call because I was like, I gotta, I gotta put this out here on Sunday. And he cleaned it up for me and took care of it. And it turned out really good. It really did. But it was just, you get, I got caught up in that and I didn't know what, to, I almost felt like crying because I was like, I can't get this done, but you pulled it through for me. So well, thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> it wasn't as bad as you thought it was. Yeah. I just, you know, I had to do a little bit to it, but yeah, uh, it wasn't as bad it's as you just, thought it was. It, it's funny how this show and what I've been working on has really, uh, uh, has tested yeah. <laughs> my skills. Skills I didn't think that I had, but I do. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so what would you describe um, your music? What type of music do you create? Uh, I create uh, Christian, um, easy listening, sometimes motivational, uh, oh. inspirational, um, just whatever positive message mm-hmm. that I can relay. Um, you know, sometimes it's going to translate different to different people. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have different audiences and um, so you're going to, create different music. I try not to stay in the box mm-hmm. and write just one style of music mm-hmm. because I'm an artist. Mm-hmm. So I have to do whatever I can for right. as many as many people I can in the in this world. So um, one person might not like this song. So I got to write this type of song. Right, so. right, right, right. It's it's more of a, it's a little bit of R&B too with the Christian music because I know there's some of the, I've listed on YouTube and, mm-hmm. and, and so it, reaches out probably a lot of people on both sides, wouldn't you think? It would. Um, I used to do a lot of R&B back in the day. And um, so when I started writing Christian music, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't know what direction to go when I did it. And 
I said, well, if I do it once, I can do it again. Right. So I, I wrote one song and then it sounded like this. But then the more I start writing is the more I heard my sound that I already had. Uh, and it's yeah. like my message changed. Right. But my sound is kind of mm -hmm. blended, adapted. Yeah. So. Um, what are the biggest challenges that you've had, you know, being in this industry? Uh, I think it's more financial. Is it? Yeah. The budget, you have to have a budget. Oh. <laughs> that that <laughs> that bad word, that B word. That B word. <laughs> oh, budget. Yeah. Oh. So. I mean, that's very true. Mm -hmm. I mean, and during, you know, COVID was a big challenge for a lot of us. And uh, how did that, did that ever affect you with what you were doing? I know you and your sister did a lot of, uh, uh, what was it? What do I want to say? Workshops mm -hmm. um, down there. So how did that, how did you guys manage through that piece? Well, we just continue to do the things that we could do in-house and um, anything that we had to outsource or mm. um, use uh, the funds. Mm -hmm. We just kind of scaled back and did as much as we could do right. on our end right. to keep it going until it picked back up. Right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah, financially it's always a challenge. Our finances are always a challenge. How do you guys manage now? I mean, how do you guys manage, you know, now with coming out like I guess I want to say post COVID. I don't know. I don't think we're even post COVID <laughs> yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, the students are picking up again. Good. Yeah. Good. We had a we had a um a space and time where nobody came out and then we had um we try to do a little a few things online. Oh, Zoom meetings. Okay, kept mm -hmm. our uh, meetings, uh, uh, lessons going over Zoom meetings, and, right? And it worked out for some, but it wasn't mm. the same. I know, in it person is so much better. Are you guys still doing the workshops? Are you guys still having those done? Well, we haven't done any uh, here lately, but okay. we're planning on get some more good. things going on. Good, good, good. All right, so let's talk a little bit about some advice here. So, how how long have you been in this business? Um, twenty. <gasps> Wow. <laughs> since 2003 so i'd say uh almost 20 years okay next year be 20 years 20 years yeah. yeah wow okay so what advice would you have for someone wanting to follow in your footsteps it's not easy but if it's your passion don't give up there's i like a, that yeah there's a lot of things that can deter you from doing it and if you don't have a passion to do it if you don't you know if that's not if you're not driven by mm. what you're what you're feeling mm -hmm. then you'll quit because mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that'll stop you but mm -hmm. you got to keep going those roadblocks mm -hmm. and one day it'll pay off if you think you will get paid big money out the gate if that's what you're looking for mm -hmm. and it doesn't happen mm. what are you what are you going to do after that point you know i i, I want to say this because you brought that up, you know, a lot of these younger generation, and I'm not picking on the younger generation, but what they see, you know, mm -hmm. what's projected out there, they see that it is easy just to jump out there and do it and make this easy money. Just because certain other artists went out there and made that, I'm going to say like a one hit wonder, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? They don't understand, they don't know the backstory of that, of how they got to the one hit wonder. You know, I'm pretty sure those guys, girls, all of them that have been out there and do those type of things, they had a lot of work in behind it. You mm -hmm. just don't see all of that. Right. 
And so it's really hard to, and, and I don't just from, I don't know that much about it, but I try to coach and say, it's always work you got to put in oh, yeah. to make things happen. Mm-hmm. And um, we need more coaching mentors in this industry so they can understand that they have these goals that they have to set in order to reach them and then to get to, to move forward and to carry on. Mm-hmm. Cause at the end of the day, I don't, I just don't, the artists that just jump right on in and say, I just, I just did it. All I did was get up there and put a guy on the mic and rapped. And this is what happened. I'm pretty sure there was more to it than that. Well, yeah. <laughs> For some people, you it know? Is. For some people it's not. Mm-hmm. There's some overnight success stories that, you know, we've heard. Mm-hmm. And there are some people that, takes them 20 years to get uh signed or Mm -hmm. uh get popular right some people never get it that's very true that's very true i guess the situation i guess it is and i i I guess it is and like you said it's a mindset thing and it's a commitment determination having that initiative to to continue on going and don't you know don't you know doubt's the biggest thing you know you start doubting yourself and you don't see you know things the way you thought they were going to be so i i get that um, if you could open a show for any artist, um, who would it be? Um, Jonathan McReynolds. Why? Is I, that? I like, I like his style. Uh, he's young, you know, energetic and, um, he would probably bring something out of me. Oh, he probably would drive me to do a little bit more Really? because yeah, cause I, you know, I'm not that, I'm not a dancer, but. I get on stage and I sing is, you know, give it all my, all I got. And so um, just seeing him and Mm -hmm. and the way he carries himself and uh, his style, Mm. um, it reminds me of how I used to Mm. when I was younger. Mm -hmm. So when I got a little older, kind of settled down a little bit, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I I, I think I would want to open for him. That'll be, that. that's pretty cool. You need to bring that back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. Um, so what would you be doing now if it wasn't for your music career? Uh, probably tending to the kids and just everyday life, just taking it easy. <laughs> taking it easy. <laughs> I wish I could take it easy. <laughs> yeah. I, I might... I don't know. I, I probably would be working more. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. I'd probably give me, you know, some other things to invest in. Or, sure. You know, yeah. 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 Find investments. Now, before you, before we started this interview, before we got on the mic, you were talking about um, singing and writing and producing, but you feel like um, being a producer is more where you gravitate. So, what what is that? What do you think, or why do you think that just it's a better feel for you versus your singing and your and your writing. It keeps me busy. Oh, it's like uh, the arrangement. Like when you're arranging the song, um, I just sit there and I'll take my time until it's get, it gets done right. And I I'll have a cutoff switch. Sometimes I'll get on it, and um, I mean it just fascinates me to do it this way and then do it that way and then figure this out. And I mess that up, and then I hear this frequency and so I'll just oh, wow. mess with it until I get it right. I might mix a song 10 times until I get it right. Might, oh it might take one time. That's awesome. That's awesome. But, uh, but I'm patient enough for the 10 times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's where I would not be good at. I'm like, I need it done now. Yeah. <laughs> Why 
not working. <laughs> I need to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So tell me where we can find you or we can follow you. What's your, do you have a Facebook page, Instagram, and then talk, I know you said Spotify, but kind of tell us where we can go and listen to your music. You can hear it on Spotify. Um, Brian's L music on the social pages, okay. uh, Trinity one records and, uh, uh, Brian's L music for my, um, my artist page. Okay. And you're on YouTube too, right? I am. Okay. That's perfect. All right. Any last thoughts before we, before we sign off? Um, I'm just glad to be here. Uh, thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's been a while. We've been talking about it, but I know. finally got a chance. To I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I hope I, I want to invite you to open mic too. I, I put a little group together and we do it um, once a month on a Thursday. So I would love to have you, come in and play and sing and meet other musicians here. Yeah. Yeah. I would like that. Right. I, I would do it. Okay. Uh, I thought I was going to be singing today. I know <laughs> we will make sure we'll do that next time. We just need to have a little mini concert, put that together here. That's what we need to do. Yeah. That would be fun. That yeah. would be fun. All right. All right, guys, that's it for me. You're rolling MC catch another episode on hitting the streets.